Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. It's benefit season. We all know providing benefits is a cornerstone of employee retention. But many small businesses are priced out or completely disqualified from providing health coverage to their employees. Not any longer. Now, PCA members can get health coverage and they can even tailor options to meet their company's needs. To learn more about all the benefits PCA has to offer and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. This episode is brought to you by 3M, PPG, and Painter Marketing Pros. Welcome to PCA Today, Callie. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me here. I have to say that, you know, we have a lot of industry partners at PCA and you are one of my favorite to have meetings with and to brainstorm with because, you know, we always stick to the agenda. We're very timely and we get everything done and it seems to be a win-win for everyone. <laughs> I agree. So, you know, you're with Paint Care uh, and we'll talk about the organization in a few minutes, but I wanted to kind of talk about you and how you got involved, you know, in the painting trade and then with Paint Care. What's your background? Yeah, absolutely. So my experience prior to coming to Paint Care uh, was in communications in the B Corporation space. So I was very familiar uh, with, you know, social enterprises and Profits, um, sort of that whole space of, of wanting to do good for the environment, good for the world, really wanting to root myself in a career that was very focused on helping others and, and creating spaces for people to feel like they had options for, um, in this case, more convenient recycling. Um, and in my uh, prior roles uh, throughout my career, just you know, working with the National Park Service, um, managing communications and marketing for a global social enterprise. So I've always really been rooted in communications and sustainability as two of my greatest passions. Um, so really happy, you know, to be here with you today to chat about paint care. And I'm super grateful to be in my role at paint care where I can seamlessly integrate both of my passions. And what is your exact role with the organization? Yeah, so my role is focused in external relations at paint care. So I work with associations like PCA. Uh, to help increase awareness about paint recycling. Um, so really anything from managing paint cares memberships to uh, all of our national events to, you know, any issues with big box retailers at the corporate level. Um, I sort of handle all of those external and corporate projects. Awesome. So let's kind of go back a little bit and talk about paint care. When did it start? When did that organization start? Yes. So Paint Care first formed in 2010. Um, and I can go ahead and give you uh, sort of the very a brief background of how that happened. Um, so Paint Care is a subsidiary of the American Coatings Association, referred to as ACA, which is a trade-based association representing the paint manufacturing industry. So ACA essentially identified a need to manage uh, or create a process to manage the end of life of the products that they were creating, uh, architectural coatings. So they uh, work with states to pass paint stewardship laws. 
Um, so once they get that law passed, uh, Pink Care then jumps into action and works on uh, creating those recycling programs through uh, planning and operating that program in the state. And what were people doing prior to Pink Care as an option? Yeah, so contractors uh, specifically, I think, benefit greatly from the program because prior to paint care, uh, contractors had very limited options of how to dispose of their paint responsibly. So contractors would have to pay these crazy, costly paint disposal charges um, and really only have you know, very few options through maybe local groups or municipalities. And, you know, I, I can't speak to every state. Paint Care has 11 programs, uh, so I'm not sure about every single state what the options were. But I do know, at least for the states that we're in, we have definitely alleviated that burden of, you know, contractors stockpiling paint, not knowing where to take it. They're not being a, a free or, or a limited cost option. Um, so it certainly has, has made care slightly more convenient for contractors. And let's be honest, uh, probably they were dumping the in not so ethical ways as well. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. We're trying to uh, alleviate that as well. Yes. So what what is the importance of recycling paint and, and what is that process actually look like? Yeah, great question. So, you know, painting contractors are constantly, as we know, right, buying and using paint. Um, so I, I think it's really helpful uh, for contractors and, and anyone really with large amounts of paint to have a more convenient way to recycle their leftover paint. Because like I said, it does save valuable storage space um, for sure. Getting ready, you know, preparing for the jobs contractors have coming up. You, you don't want paint sitting around that you know you're not going to need again. You know, it, it can definitely be stressful um, taking up that space. But, you know, recycling paint is also the most responsible uh, way to dispose of it. Um, so we're, you know, we're as paint care, we, of course, encourage everyone if they have leftover paint to recycle it and take it to a paint care drop off site. Um, and especially for contractors, uh, we do have a large fully pickup service that's really, really awesome for contractors that have 100 gallons or more of paint to be recycled. And that's measured by container size, not liquid volume. So if a contractor had 101 gallon containers and they were all half full, we would still count that as 100 gallons um, and contractors can actually just call paint care and request a free pickup. Um, so paint care contracts with haulers and then that hauler would come and pick up that paint for free. And just, I guess, to fill in the gap a little bit there too, um, at the paint care drop-off sites, which I know we might get into a little bit later, um, paint care basically has contracts with haulers in states where we operate. Um, so the store, uh, if they're a drop-off site, will call you know the hauler and say hey you know we need a pickup the hauler then comes and picks up that picks up that paint and paint care pays for that entire process that's all funded through the paint care fee and i'm probably getting ahead of myself now but <laughs> we can dig into that as well um, but the process is essentially you know paint care creates uh the platform uh for the program to operate Stores that operate as drop off sites will call the hauler, the paint gets hauled away, and then it's recycled into new content paint. The vast majority, at least, is recycled into new content paint um, or put to some other beneficial use. Got it. So, how can someone go about understanding if there is, you know, a paint care uh, location in their state? Definitely. So on our website at paycare.org, we have what we call the drop-off site locator. And this is a really, really helpful tool. Honestly, even if you're not in a paint care state, this is a very helpful tool. 
Um, because if you go, if you go to that drop-off site locator and just type in your zip code uh, and hit, you know, enter, it will auto-populate all of the locations near that address um, that you can drop off your paint for free. Um, so even in non-program states, uh, you can still use that drop-off site locator, but instead of you know paint care managed drop-off sites, it will auto-populate with HHW facilities, transfer stations, and other places that you can still get that paint recycled. So even if someone's in a location that you guys don't service, there's still opportunities for them to drop off. And then in places that you do service, yes, they can drop off the paint, but if they have a hundred gallons or more, you guys are going to come out and pick that up yourself, right? Absolutely. Yes. And I think the one thing that we should make a note of is please get all of the rollers out of the paint before <laughs> handing it off to paint care. Because uh, <laughs> that can be very time consuming and um, just make your guys process easier. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> um, additionally, like going to your website, how could, um, you know, like, let's say I'm in a state that you guys aren't in, how mm -hmm. could we go about partnering with you to advocate and get you guys a formation in our state or our, our municipality? Yeah, that is an excellent question. And we're asked that question a lot. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, the, the best thing I think to do in that case would be to reach out to someone on the paint care team more than welcome to reach out to me. Um, all of our contact information for the paint care team is listed on the website. Um, so you would just reach out to someone at paint care and say, hey, you know, I'm in a state where you don't have a program, but maybe that person has a contact in the legislative process, or maybe they, they want to help us, you know, rally support around paint recycling and bringing paint care to that state. So that person could just reach out to paint care. We, we do have um, a hotline. We have the in, uh, email that people can uh, reach out to info at paint.org. Um, and again, you can reach out to anybody on the paint care team and we can definitely point you in the right direction. Um, but again, because paint care, we are a nonprofit and we aren't the organization that is passing the law. The law gets passed at the state level um, with the support of the American Codings Association and their government affairs team. Um, paint care is very strictly sort of the planning and operating arm, if you will, um, of the paint stewardship law. Um, so any information that, you know, we would be able to pass on, we'd, we'd probably pass that person on to um, the government affairs team with the American Codings Association, and they would be able to discuss, you know, what that partnership would look like to get paint care into a new state. And yeah, maybe to dive deeper into this, I know that New York was a new state that was added this year. How did all of that come to be? Absolutely. So the general process is that the American Codes Association, like I said, they have a government affairs team. Um, and that team kind of keeps a close ear to the ground on what's going on in this state, right? So uh, I don't know all the details about, you know, really what went on behind the scenes bringing on New York. Um, but I think, you know, Paint Care has a big presence in New England. Um, before New York, we were already operating in Maine, Vermont, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. So we were kind of creeping in on New York a little bit. Um, they might have felt a little bit, uh, you know, left out maybe uh, would be, you know, maybe one thing I would think and, and wanting to get on board with paint recycling and, and share that awesome opportunity with the state. Um, but essentially, our government affairs team will work with lobbyists um, in the state, um, sort, of, sort of after understanding, is there a proactive approach here is the state interested ACA does not 
you know, proactively go out of its way to, you know, work with lobbyists and try to convince states to participate. It's very much the state, you know, legislature will reach out to ACA or they'll be in touch somehow. And then ACA basically helps to facilitate, you know, the state's desire to participate. Um, and then from there, ACA works with lobbyists. Um, it goes through the legislature and, and the legislative process. And then in the case of New York, let's see, the bill was signed into law in December of 2019. Um, so because of COVID, right, uh, it took a little bit longer to pass New York than it has for a few other states. Um, but once that bill got passed in 2019, that meant that January 2020, um, Paint Care got started working with the state agency. And that's the case in every program state. Once the law gets passed and it, it's signed into law in the state, Paint Care develops a relationship with the state oversight agency, um, which, you know, in each state is going to be whatever agency manage the, manages the environmental um, sort of state laws in the program. Um, and so from there, they work together, the state agency and Paint Care, to create a program plan. And normally, you know, creating a program plan takes a little bit of time. I'd say on average, it takes about 16 to 18 months to complete a program plan before the program can actually start. Um, and by that, I mean before the program can start accepting paint for recycling. So as you know, Chad, um, the New York program launched this year in 2022 in May. So it did take, oh gosh, a, a while, uh, longer than we thought, over two years to pass the law in New York. And again, just because of COVID and that really slowed things down. Um, but, but that's essentially a, 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 the long version of, of how that law gets passed. And, you know, like, it's great that, you know, there's, you know, committees and all of this type of stuff that are doing the heavy lifting. All the contractor needs to do is reach out to the American Coatings Association and say, hey, we would love to participate. Here's a, here's a need. And, you know, the more stories they get, the more contractors that they get that say that they want to be involved is it makes a much better case and can help that uh, fast track the the creation of getting involved with you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hear that you guys hit a big milestone. Uh, 60 million gallons of paint collected since your inception. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pink Air has collected over 60 million gallons now of paint across all of our programs. That's so that's 10 states plus DC. So 11 programs. Um, since we started in 2010. So yeah, we're, we're very excited about the milestone. And I mean, I could share a couple stats with you if you're interested. Um, of that 60 million gallons of paint, it's estimated that about 89% is latex paint and about um, 19 or let's see, no, 79% is latex paint and about 19, 19% is going to be uh, oil-based paint. So then of that percentage that's latex-based, over half, about 70% of all latex paint that's recycled and collected with paint care um, is recycled into new content paint. So that means that the vast majority of that 60 million gallons of paint is actually being recycled. Um, and if it's not being recycled, if it's an oil-based paint um, that's being used as fuel um, or some other, you know, like landfill cover used to create, you know, cement blocks, it, you know, we do the very best we can working with processors to figure out if it can't be recycled, what can we do with what can we do with it? What what can it be used for? Now, 
uh, in recycled paint that you know is available for purchase is there a disclaimer or something on the label that says this is made out of recycled product you know that's a great question i'm actually not sure uh, the answer to that but i i would love to get back to you and provide an answer i i do know that when the paint is recycled um it is you know resold at like a habitat for humanity or like a restore um because it is recycled content and the other thing i'll say is you know, visiting paint processors, I've learned a lot about how paint is mixed and sort of the process of getting that paint back into, you know, new paint that can be sold and that would be, you know, still usable for the consumer. Um, and what I've learned is that, you know, when you buy new or virgin paint, um, you can get very, very specific colors. You can do matte or, you know, there's different sheens that you can get with virgin paint. That you can't necessarily get that same consistency with recycled content paint um, because once the paint is sent to the processor they're sort of mixing together similar colors so if you have an eggshell and a cream and a white that's all going to get mixed together to create whatever color right <laughs> that comes out to be so so probably more of an off-white color and so instead of being sold as multiple different colors you might have 10 options versus 100 just because that paint's going to get you know recycled together with other similar colors gotcha now when did you guys get a relationship with pca i know that you guys have been involved with the organization for some time now but how did we get connected yeah so i i was actually asking around uh, internally I, when i i was thinking about this question um the, the earliest back that, that I know of is 2015. Wow. <laughs> so I, I was sort of looking through our documents and, you know, I've been with Pink Care for about three years now. Um, so definitely before I came on board, um, I know at least since 2015, um, we've been in touch with PCA because we do see so much value in networking with contractors, understanding how contractors are using the program, what we can do to make it easier for contractors to use the program. Um, so we're really very happy to be, you know, in touch with PCA for, for at least right the past seven or so years um, and hopefully well into the future as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's before my time, too. But yeah. I, know that, <laughs> I know that recently, you know, in the last couple of years, you guys have done some webinars, wrote some blogs, um, and we've shared content of yours. One is a webinar from 2021 about the legislative process and how all of that works. Do you have anything to add to that? Um, I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes so that people can um, watch it. But do you have anything that you want to add to the legislative process? I know that we kind of broke that down earlier. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll just say, but yeah, please, I would encourage everyone to go and watch that webinar. We were very grateful to have Heidi McAuliffe, our Vice President of Government Affairs at ACA, actually speak on that webinar. Um, so she is just an amazing person, very accomplished in her career, and she explains it way better than I do. <laughs> so I would just encourage everybody to go and please, please watch that webinar. Um, I promise you'll, you'll learn a lot more about pain care and ACA. Yeah. And then um, new this year, you guys were really promoting and sharing with our audience is about the large volume pickup. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have over 100 uh, gallons of paint, you guys are going to come pick it up completely free. Yes. Yeah. So uh, essentially, yeah, that's it. I mean, if you're a contractor and you're sitting on 100 gallons or more of paint measured by container size, again, not liquid volume, 
Um, all you have to do is call Pay Care, request a pickup. Um, that information is listed right on our website. I, I believe it's on the front page. Um, if, you, if you go to our website, paycare.org, and you just scroll down a little bit, um, and there is a link there. You just submitted. You can either submit a form on our website, or um, you could call a local coordinator. Um, so we do have um, field staff, or you know, official title. I think uh, program coordinators, right, in every state that work on the ground with stores, with contractors to run the program smoothly. So we're very grateful for our field team. Um, and and they're, they're just amazing running that program, you know, every day visiting stores, making sure everything is running smoothly. So if a contractor, you know, needs to request a pickup, um, they can also call someone um, in their local area. So for example, if you're in a paint care state, say New York or California, Washington, D.C., um, you would just go on our website and there is a list of everybody on the team on that website. And you would just scroll to your state where you're located and call the person that's in your part of the state. So for example, in California, California is huge. <laughs> we have several coordinators out in California. So if you're in the LA area, there's a certain person you'd be able to call versus being in San Francisco or somewhere in Northern California. So we do have lots of resources for contractors uh, to be able to get that pickup. Now, a question that I have about pickup and organization, you were talking about how you guys mix, you know, light colors together. Do you encourage the contractor to go ahead and condense their paint into maybe, you know, like they have different shades, but it's all in the same family. Go ahead and condense that down for you. Or does that matter? Um, I would say it's not necessary to do that only because so paint care is the facilitator, right? Paint care as an organization does not process paint. We don't haul the paint. We don't, we don't collect the paint. We, we essentially work with stores that want to be drop-off sites and then also work with the processor and the hauler. Um, so paint care, you know, we, we would never, you know, ask contractors to, to do that only because, you know, the processor is the one that's actually going to be opening up the paint, taking it out, you know, creating something new with it. Um, so I would say contractors don't have to worry about that. I, as long as the cans are not rusted, um, the paint can't be frozen. Um, you know, as long as those cans are in good condition and they have their original labeling on them and they're not, you know, sopping wet with paint dripping down the sides, um, then they're perfectly, you know, we'll just take that away and let the let the processor kind of figure out what they want to do with it. Are there any other considerations um, about the um, condition of the paint that we need to keep in mind? Um, no, I think those are the main things, just making sure that the paint can is fully sealed. Um, we can't have any paint cans that have cracks in them, holes in them, so that paint could, you know, seep out and contaminate other materials. Um, so as long as the original labeling is on that can, they're not in any way, you know, rusted or damaged. Um, and as long as the paint inside is not, you know, frozen, um, then we're able to take it for recycling. Gotcha. Okay. And again, um, the large volume pickup webinar, uh, we have that uh, link in the show notes for everyone. Additionally, we have a couple of blogs, Recycling Made Easy. And if people want to read more about the New York State program, um, that's a blog. And all of these links are going to be available in the show notes. Tell me, what do we have in store for 2023? Yeah, I, I love this question uh, about kind of the future of pink care because you know, Paint Care is so excited with the programs that we have. We've been really busy <laughs> the past few years bringing on two new states. We brought on 
New York this year and Washington State in 2021. Um, so we've just been having a great time getting to know the folks in Washington and New York, you know, really trying to network more with contractors and retailers and really understand how we can be even more helpful uh, to contractors and making painters slightly more convenient. So really in the future, you know, we would love to have more drop-off sites. We'd love to have as many retailers as possible volunteer to be a drop-off site for paint care. Um, we'd love to bring on more states. Um, you know, that's something that I know ACA, you know, works really hard on and, and has great, you know, we're having great conversations with states now that we're hoping to bring onto the program soon. Um, but really, yeah, that's it. We, we just want to make paint recycling more convenient and really anything we can do to make it more convenient for contractors. That's what we're going to do. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being a great industry partner and doing so much good in the country and, and in, in the world. So uh, I appreciate having you on PCA today. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to be here. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That is the episode. Um, oh, I forgot before we closed. Uh, was there anything that you wanted to add that I didn't ask? Um, I don't think so. I think you had great questions. And um, the only other thing, I suppose, uh, is our drop-off sites. Just to give another little shout out uh, for the drop-off sites. So um, wherever you're located, if it's a pink care state or a non-program state, please use our drop-off site locator. It is just so helpful if you're overwhelmed, the garage or the basement's full with paint, you haven't used it in 10 years, as long as it's still in relatively good condition, we will take it from you. Um, and we do have, I believe the number now is about 2,380. The last time I checked, uh, that's the number of drop-off sites that we have across the country. Um, so yeah, you, you really, you have so many options <laughs> to recycle paint. So please take advantage of paint care and all that we are able to do in program states. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.